freelance mum, supporting talented mums everywhere. And I can just remember the shininess of the white floor and the glow of those lights and feeling really hugged by the theatre lights and just thinking, this is amazing. And that was that was the real moment of, this is what I want to do. This is, this is the world I want to be in. Well, there's no mistaking a calling like that. That's Jill Bicknell, mum of three and the founder of Brave Bold Drama. And here's how her story began. It's just always been something I, I felt drawn to. I mean, my mum can still remember taking me to the Panto at the Hippodrome and saying to me in the car on the way, you know, sometimes they invite children up on the stage and I apparently was shaking my head saying, no, no, absolutely not. And as soon as Lionel Blair, as it was, <laughs> said, is there anybody, basically everybody in my row suddenly had a shooting pain up their ankles and shin bones as I just ploughed across their feet <laughs> and rushed up onto the stage. And I can just remember the shininess of the white floor and the glow of those lights and feeling really hugged by the theatre lights and just thinking this is amazing and I can remember it so so vividly and I just think after that that was that was the real moment of this is what I want to do this is this is the world I want to be in that's amazing so you <laughs> didn't hide your light under a bush or not by any stretch no, of the imagination no. <laughs> no, you were there I was there yes, basking in every absolutely. theatrical glory yes so from there you went on and you studied in theatre is that right um I've got a master's degree yeah in drama and theatre studies uh, from Royal Holloway and um a teaching certificate that includes drama I didn't get my first degree I got that in English my dad said to me you'll you'll never get a job doing drama do English so I did but I, I I did a lot of I studied a lot of theatre texts and I did basically back to back student drama at Birmingham University um, right the way through taking stuff to Edinburgh, the fringe. And I think that's, you know, alongside getting a, a good academic background, you, you get the practicalities of how to run a show, how to market a show, how to, how to direct it, how to stage manage it. I basically took as many different roles as I could performing. Back mm. into the here and now, your mm. dad is obviously quite an influence in your life mm. because you have named your, your new company really uh, almost in honour of him, I guess, haven't you? Yeah, um, my company's called Brave Bold Drama. My dad has always said to me that I was brave, um, that I would take a risk, um, that I would uh, put my myself out there and give things a go um, and if it didn't work I usually you know pick myself up and just have another go at it from a different way so yeah um, I, I, I also hope that what I do encourages other people to be brave and um, and bold just just to make a splash just to try your best and and stand out for a moment or two um, and you're teaching yeah. real tots here aren't you which is quite an interesting concept in itself yeah um, it's more kind of facilitating and, and leading because um, sometimes when I, I pitch sort of what I do and people say so it's acting for toddlers no no it's, it's not it's more um, it's that the, the sessions that I run are just about celebrating that imaginative let's pretend quality that that young children just naturally will do um, almost without any prompting but it's just shaping that up a little bit more um, leading them through with 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 their carers um, so that it's very much a, a two-way thing between um, the child and the carer that's come along to the session with them. And you've yeah. actually received funding to do this as well, haven't you? Yes, I have. I piloted them on a commercial basis, which was great, and that's where I kind of sorted out how it was how it was going to work. But um, I really wanted it to be within um, a children's centre setting. I felt that was where it would work more naturally. So um, thanks to Hengrove Arts Fund, um, I've received um, funding to set up a residency at Perry Court Children's Centre, which is part of Southern Links Children's Centre. And I'm there every Monday for 10 sessions, uh, 10 weeks, 
space to run uh, sessions which we're calling Playtime. And uh, each week is a different theme. So far we started off with music and then last week we looked at uh, rainbow colours and uh, this one this week is going to be all about the weather. So we're going to have some mini weather presenters. I've got all my little weather logos ready for them to tie up on our imaginary map and uh, dressing up all the different clothes you might need for different types of weather. And um, I think the story I've got involves uh, the, the eating of magic cake. <laughs> uh, so if you eat a magic cake under your umbrella, then then whatever the weather is outside, it's always really sunny. Jill, um, it just sounds so, like so much fun. It's great fun. I absolutely love doing it. And the children, they don't need any encouragement. They've got no inhibitions. Um, they just adore it. And it's amazing, though, how um, how much they will sit and listen. And um, I had this great feedback from my mum last session where she just said to me, I, I nearly didn't bring him. He never listens to stories. And that is the first time I have ever seen him sit and listen to a story the whole way through. He didn't move once. They, was, they were all just spellbound. It was, um, I was very proud of, of that bit of feedback from that mum. And where do you get your ideas from? I don't know. Storybooks, probably. Um, we have massive amounts of uh, of books. So I guess I look at I've looked at the stories that I've really enjoyed reading with my children and thought about the the themes that that were in there. And then I just go out to all the, the good old charity shops and have a really good old dig around. I've got a big stash. I'm a very big fan of the scrap store up in St Werburgh's, and I go there a lot. And I just wonder about and go, okay, what's speaking to me? And oh, that's a nice bit of coloured net, and that's a nice uh, bit of foam, and that could be this or it could be that and basically I, I feel like I've got a toolkit now of kind of stuff cloth I'm a big fan of chiffon <laughs> coloured chiffon um, can be scrunched up for an ice cream it can be a mermaid's tail if you tie it around your waist but if you put it over your head you can still see your mum so it isn't scary <laughs> I, I do a lot with very open-ended bits and pieces like that rather than bringing along a special fairy costume that's only ever going to be a fairy costume I really like to use objects that could be lots and lots of different and you're a mum of three yourself I am, yes. aren't you it must be quite a juggling act trying to make um, this all work yeah it's okay it's great that um I've been able to pick the day and the time when I work and mm -hmm. like you know yes I'm busy but actually uh middles of the day are, are great rich uh, times to kind of be doing something like that you know um and I kind of I'm in and out in, in in two hours and um and I pack it all up the night before I've got a lovely big trunk with uh, wheels and and I pack it all up so uh, it's in the car ready to go the night before and and, um, and it, it works really, really well. And it's great that the fundings and, and the centres are fine that I can bring my daughter along with me. So I get to play with her and we kind of model the games so that um, if some children are a bit reluctant, they, they look at her and me and, and they quickly, quickly join in. How does that work then, working yeah. with your daughter? That um, must be amazing. She She's really, really used to it I guess um, she's always come along with me she came along to all the sessions um, that I piloted um, up in a little venue in Bedminster and um, she she calls it baby drama she mm. says is it baby drama today yes it is okay what are we doing it on uh, we're doing rainbows so I like that one <laughs> um, so she's quite a seasoned pro but I I kind of think yeah she it's targeted at her age she's she's three and we say kind of from two plus is is okay um and yes touch wood she's she's never kicked off and, and meant that I couldn't carry on facilitating a session and um and I do feel it it, it breaks the ice really well with with the mums that come along because they see okay you're a mum too you're kind of one of us we we get 
that you know because a lot of people are worried oh what if they don't listen what if they don't do it right and and it's like well that's okay I'm a mum too and sometimes children don't want to do it the way you want to do it that, that's okay so it actually she she probably makes it work better than if she wasn't there that's fantastic. <laughs> All power to Meg. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's, she does a Yay. good job. <laughs> Jill, you've got a fantastic energy about you. You're clearly incredibly passionate in, in everything you do. Is there a, Are you able to switch off? Um, I, I think I just go from one thing to another and that change feels like a rest. You know, I, I was kind of looking um, at my workspace and it's just really comp- compartmentalised. I have like different bags for different things that I'm doing. So I've got my, <coughs> my I'm, you know, helping some sixth, uh, some GCSE students through their course at the moment. So I've got their bag. I've got, I'm, I'm working with a little primary school in Tutin Mendip and we're creating shows in five hours, which we're then showing to the parents and we're doing it about, one about World War One. Um, and so I've got their bag and that's, you know, and I need that on a certain day and, and this bag on another day. Um, and I find that just swipping, switching from one task to another um, is is quite refreshing. I do. I do occasionally sleep. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I just, you know, it's I don't know. Sometimes it's more like spinning plates. It's more just like, you know, just incubating different things in different boxes. And occasionally I just go and heat another one up for a bit, do a bit more on that and then leave that bag and go and get out another bag and do something else. And um, I really like the variety of that loads. Um, I find it really, really inspiring to kind of be jumping around <laughs> so although you're not actually on the stage in the sense no. that you were when you were you know no. a, a taught no. yourself and clambering all over the hippodrome yeah, yeah, yeah. and being yes. there with Lionel Blair yeah you are still very much sort of performing and in your element every day yeah yeah um I think yes you do you do still draw on those performance skills um whether you are just engaging some young children um or uh whether you are you know um I did quite a lot of semi-performance um when I was working festivals because obviously a lot of my work is school time based so I developed a few um kind of festival things that happened last summer which I'm hoping obviously will will come back again and uh, leading flash mobs and things like that um so that felt uh quite quite performative and that's that's good enough for me um yeah to kind of um, give me that sort of you know buzz of, of performing which I, I, I do like but I just don't have the the space you know actually being a performer that wouldn't wouldn't fit my life at all I'm, I'm going to ask you a question mm. and I just know that there's going to be a really there's going to be a fabulous answer what are your plans for the future you're clearly someone who just brims with ideas um I would really like um that my the, the playtime residences uh, take off a little bit more. Like I said, I've been um, talking to uh, Noel West and Hartcliffe Children's Centres who are both really, really keen to kind of host uh, playtimes um, in the future. My pipe dream at the moment is to create a piece of community theatre. That is what I absolutely dream of doing mm. one day. I wrote a play just cold completely when I was very young, uh, called Sugar, which is um, looking at Bristol's history of the slave trade from uh, the perspective of the daughter of a sugar merchant um, and cuts across to 90s Bristol uh, when I was a schoolgirl in Bristol and it cuts across those two time frames because I think Bristol's got such a rich history to it uh, so many layers of history to it um, and I, I spoke to, I was speaking to an actor from Warhorse the other day who I was doing a workshop with and uh, and she said she's from London but she felt um, whenever she came to Bristol that 
Bristolians were kind of more proud of their city than than most people are of the places that they live. There's this sense of whether it's civic pride or if that's the right word. Um, and I really do do think that, that that is the case, that people love to hear about their, their their history and the places that they've they've known and um to be community theatre as well. That mixture that the show of strength have done of, of professional actors mixing in with people from the actual mm. community um working together. That's just really honest and and brave and bold and uh, that's that's what I'd really really love to to do one day Jill I, I can see this one happening already I really can I can picture us you know a couple of years yeah. down the line sitting and talking about oh, I hope so you know Brave Bold Theatre and your, your so. huge community project it's been wonderful speaking to you thank you very much and uh, I'm really looking forward to sampling your workshops thank you <laughs> thank you Jill Bicknell speaking there and her enthusiasm is contagious if you want to find out more about what she does just check out Brave Bold Drama and don't forget if you have a story you'd like to share with free Lance Mum, just get in touch today. To share your story, send an email to hello at freelancemum.co.uk.